This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 13th of July. In your sport today, it's coming to Rome. England stars racially abused. We've got a new golf champion, and the upsets continue. This is your sport today. Gab's Italian football fans are still celebrating Italy's dramatic win in the Euro 2020 final at Wembley. If for some reason you don't know, Italy beat England 3-2 in a tense penalty shootout. I mean, what penalty shootout is intense. To claim their first European championship in 53 years and leave those poor England fans and players heartbroken. It's such a tough way to lose a game, let alone a tournament. It had been a hell of a ride for England, playing in their first major final since the 1966 World Cup, but they were up against an Italian side that hadn't lost in their previous 33 games. Now, one of the big talking points coming out of the game was the decision by England manager Gareth Southgate to bring on two specialist penalty takers in the last minute of extra time, but that move backfired when both those players missed their penalty shots in the shootout. Yeah, Southgate was also criticised for picking 19-year-old Bukayo Saka to take England's fifth penalty, and when he missed, it gave Italy their second Euro title. The catch cry for England had been, it's coming home, but shortly after the win, Italian defender Leonardo Bonucci remixed it on the spot, shouting, it's coming to Rome. It's not bad. The whole world has done it tough with COVID-19, but Italy was the first country outside of Asia to be hit by their pandemic, so it's great to see pictures of their fans celebrating all over the world. Today's trivia question, Gabs, which player was named player of the tournament? Want to give our listeners any tips? Uh, okay. His initials suggest he should be playing goal defence, but in netball he'd be playing goal keeper. Is that too cryptic? That's very cryptic. <laughs> Sadly, Gabs, the match was marred by abuse and violence before and after kickoff. The three black England players who missed penalties, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho and Saka, copped racist abuse online while there were ugly scenes of ticketless fans storming into the stadium before the match began. Yeah, this is not good, Sam. There's a video that's gone viral of people actually barging through the Wembley gates with a boy getting hit and an Asian man being kicked on the ground as security struggled to contain the mob. London's Metropolitan Police said they arrested 49 people during the final and they're investigating the racist abuse at England's black players on social media. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson tweeted about the matter. He said... This England team deserves to be lauded as heroes, not racially abused on social media. Those responsible for this appalling abuse should be ashamed of themselves. Prince William said he was sickened by the racial abuse and Southgate called it unforgivable. Gabs, England's players had taken a knee before each game in the Euros to protest against injustice inequality. The FA, the Football Association, called for government intervention so online abuse can have real-life consequences which is actually the case here in Australia. Back in April, two men in New South Wales were charged for alleged online racial abuse of Indigenous rugby league star Latrell Mitchell. As we said, police are investigating the matter, so expect to hear a lot more on this story in the coming days. 
Now for some more slightly positive news in the world of golf where Australia has a new champion, Gabs. That's right, Fez. Last week it was Lucas Herbert winning the Irish Open. Now it's Min Woo Lee's turn after he stormed home in the fourth round to win in Scotland. The 22-year-old actually started the final round at three shots behind the leaders, but he birdied six holes in a row to claim the clubhouse lead. Now, Fez, he then had to wait 90 minutes for the rest of the field to finish and then beat two of his rivals on the first playoff hole to pocket a cool $1.7 million. But Sam, there's more good news for Lee and a few other Australians on the tour. Yeah, the win means he's the 11th Australian to qualify for this week's British Open, which starts on Thursday night, our time. Joining him will be Herbert, who is in hot form after he finished one shot off the lead in Scotland. Aussie veteran Wade Ormsby won't be there, but I think he'll be okay after he hit a hole-in-one on the 12th. Have you ever done that, Gabs? Uh, Maybe once or twice in putt-putt. Ormsby didn't win a car, didn't win money, but he did take home 204 bottles of Scottish whiskey for his incredible (laughs) shot. Good luck getting that through duty-free. That's better than a car. Gabs, you love tipping, don't you? Uh, Sometimes. Well, a nightmare round in the AFL got worse for the favourites last night after the West Coast Eagles were stunned at home by North Melbourne. Did you see that one coming? Not at all, Fez. Their form hadn't been great coming into it, but the Eagles were expected to make light work of the bottom place kangaroos. But Fez, they struggled in the wet, blowing a fourth quarter lead to go down by 10 points. Now, they are still in the top eight, but only on percentages. You mentioned tipping. I reckon three was a good score this round because there were upsets galore, including the outsider winning the final five games of the week. Crazy stuff, Sam. And it just gets weirder with the Sydney Derby set to be played on Mars. Did I read that correctly? Not quite. Gabs, the GWS Giants will host the Sydney Swans at Mars Stadium in Ballarat on Saturday. It comes after the Victorian government announced on Sunday that it had shut the border with New South Wales and the ACT. Both teams were already in Victoria, but the Giants had hoped to play the game in Canberra, which is kind of like their second home ground. Should he play, Mars will be the 15th stadium Lance Franklin has played at in his career. A lot of stadiums. Australia's men's cricket team take the field again this morning, needing a win to keep their T20 series alive against the West Indies in the Caribbean. It looks like there might be some changes to the starting 11. Yeah, this is a must-win game for Australia, Fez. In fact, they all are now, if they had to avoid their first T20 series loss to the Windies. It looks like coach Justin Langer might mix up the fast bowling attack with Quicks Riley Meredith and Jason Berendorf in the mix for a call-up. This team is without a handful of first-choice players who are either injured or decided to stay at home and avoid bubble life, but it does give fringe players a chance to impress ahead of the World Cup later this year in the UAE and Oman. The third game starts at 9.30am Australian Eastern Time this morning on Foxtel and KO Sports. Before we leave cricket, Victoria captain Peter Hanscom has been made to isolate after testing positive for COVID-19 over there in England. Hanscom is the captain of County Side Middlesex was forced out of his side's current match after the positive result. Hanscom joins Farwood Ahmed, Daniel Sams and Mike Hussey as some of the Aussie cricketers to contract the virus. Gabs, a handful of Uzbekistan swimmers have been blocked from competing at the Olympics after it was revealed they tried to fudge qualifying times at two race meets. Fez, you know you're in trouble when Fina describes your behaviour as nefarious. The Uzbek Swimming Federation appealed FINA's decision after they refused to authorise what they said were manipulated results over two race meets. 
but the Court of Arbitration for Sport was having none of it and rejected the appeal. This all came about when an Indian swimmer, Likith Prema, told authorities that something wasn't quite right. He took part in the second meet in Uzbekistan in April and alleged that he was offered bribes by Uzbek officials in a video he posted online, which included race footage and result sheets. Now, that's swimming's governing body said it will now investigate whether further sanctions are required. This all comes just 10 days out from the start of the Olympic Games, that opening ceremony in Tokyo. Gab's time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And in the early hours of tomorrow morning, Usain Bolt, Olympic champion, is making his return to the track, kind of, sort of. Bolt is competing in an 800-metre race at a promo event where he's up against a customer trying to fill out a car form or something. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it'd be great to see him out there running again. And we've popped a link in the episode notes to the live stream. I've no idea what to expect. There's Now, there aren't many positives about Sydney's lockdown, as we know, but it does mean we can watch bulk sport on a Tuesday. I'm pretty keen to see how the Aussie cricket team responds, and hopefully the Wallabies can make it two in a row against the French tonight in Melbourne. But the big one, yes, the Boomers taking on Team USA, who suffered that shock loss to Nigeria on Sunday. We? Can I say we? I'm going to say we. We beat them in 2019. Let's hope the upsets continue. Yeah, you can say we, Gabs, even though you claim to be Italian sometimes. The answer to today's trivia question, who was named player of the tournament of the Euros? That's Italian goalkeeper Gianluigi Donnarumma. He's the first goalkeeper to win the award at the Euros. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow. Listener.